This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our hope. The readings for this weekend begin with a letter, 2nd Maccabees, which is not in the non-Catholic Bible. It's particular to the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Churches that 2nd Maccabees is even included in the Bible. For us, it's very important because of the story of the seven martyrs. The brothers and their mother, too, suffered martyrdom for their faith. They prefigure for us symbols of the martyrs of the new dispensation. Martyrdom is part of the history of our church and of the Second Vatican Council, Lumen Gentium number 42 speaks of martyrdom when it says, martyrdom makes the disciple like the master who willingly suffered death for the salvation of the world. That's the extent to which martyrdom can go, that we follow the path of Christ who died for the salvation of all. But we can't forget that in the history of salvation, someone else was sharing in the suffering of Christ from the very foot of the cross, and a sword will pierce your own heart too. Mary, the great mother of God, shared in the suffering of Christ, and in that salvific she cooperated with God's will to the end. Christ, the chief martyr for us and for our salvation. In the gospel, we're asking, well, after martyrdom, do the people look like in heaven? Do they have souls and bodies? Do they look like they looked on earth? It's to a certain extent, a mystery. But we know one thing, one person is in heaven, body and soul, just as she existed on earth, and that is Mary, the mother of God. We know that because of the assumption. At the end of her earthly life, she was taken, body and soul, into heaven. So we hope to follow her one day. That's part of our faith, the assumption. That's a dogma. But I want to speak about another dogma, another part of our faith called the Immaculate Conception. We Catholics know the Immaculate Conception. We feel it in our bones. We know that Mary, the mother of God, because of her role in salvation history, could not have been born with original sin. God the Father willed that from all eternity, and because of her role in salvation history, Mary would be conceived in the womb of her mother, Anne, without a trace of sin. 
she would be born without original sin. Great was her role in salvation history. And it's set all in motion by her fiat, her yes to the archangel Gabriel. This dogma of the Immaculate Conception, we know, we feel it, it's part of our Franciscan tradition from the very beginnings, but it wasn't made a dogma of the church until 1854, Pope Pius IX made it a tenant of our faith. You know what's great about America? Eight years before that, in 1846, all the bishops of the United States unanimously decided that the Immaculate Conception would be the patroness of these great United States. Mary herself, from all eternity, wanted to confirm that dogma, and so she began to appear to a little peasant girl, an illiterate girl by the name of Bernadette Subiru in Lourdes, France in 1858. This dear lady was appearing to Bernadette Subiru and the whole village was in turmoil. They thought, this girl is crazy. How could anybody be appearing to her in a little alcove of a grotto in a place that's just desolate, nothing there? Well, it became such a problem that the parish priest said, Bernadette, go and ask the lady, what's your name? That'll solve it. She went, and, uh, the next appearance of the Blessed Mother, she said, dear lady, what is your name? Blessed Mother didn't say anything. Second time she asks, dear lady, what is your name? The Blessed Mother smiled, didn't say a thing. Third time, she asks her, dear lady, what is your name? Now, the Blessed Mother was about to speak, and she doesn't speak very often in the scriptures. She doesn't open her mouth hardly at all. So when she said it, everyone listened. Dear lady, what is your name? And she replied, I am the Immaculate Conception. Well, no little peasant girl, illiterate as she was, would, would understand the meaning of those words. She repeated the words, and immediately they were convinced. Lourdes today is one of the leading shrines of the world. Let's go forward to 1917. Our friar, Maximilian Kolbe, is in the seminary in Rome. He's the martyr of Auschwitz. He would take the place of someone condemned to die. He would suffer his own death in a martyrdom of charity in the Second World War. Uh, we know about he is one of our Franciscans, conventual. And at the time, he was still studying in Rome in 1917, and he decided, well, we're going to have to fight the evil that's in the world, and we're going to have the Immaculate Conception on our side we'll have an association called Militia of the Immaculate, and what we'll do is every day we'll pray a prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Conception, and in this association, we'll all promise to carry or to wear the Miraculous Medal. Because at the time, Maximilian thought, well, there's great evil in the world. What was happening, World War I, also, the Freemasonry was attacking the Catholic Church on all sides, and they were trying to 
you know, really destroy the church. So Maximilian said, prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Conception that she will use us to draw everyone closer to Christ and his sacred heart of the world and wear the miraculous medal. So this is my miraculous medal. What is it? It's fashioned after the apparition of the Blessed Mother to a young nun by the name of Catherine Labouret, 1830, Paris, France. Catherine Labouret is now Saint Catherine Labouret, and she said to Saint Catherine, fashion a medal after this. You wear that medal and I promise you abundant blessings. So Maximilian said, this is our weapon, the Immaculate Conception and this miraculous medal. And the association took off. It's now over 100 years old from 1917. We celebrated the centenary in 2017. There are over 5 million members throughout the world. Our Franciscan order is consecrated as well as naming the Immaculate Conception our patroness. Our province of the Franciscans is consecrated to the Blessed Mother. And in the course of two years, I will be going to all our Franciscan parishes to offer the parishioners the same opportunity to be consecrated to the Blessed Mother and to, if you wish, join the movement called the Militia of the Immaculate. Two things necessary. Just say the prayer of consecration and to wear the miraculous medal. You know, Pope John Paul II canonized Maximilian in 1982, and he said, this is a saint for a difficult century. Well, my friends, just look outside. The 21st century is no better. We need the Blessed Mother, the Immaculate Conception, and St. Maximilian. So what I'd like to do with you today is to pray the prayer of consecration. O Immaculate Virgin Mary, our Mother, I consecrate myself to you today so that you may make use of me, especially for the spiritual good of my brothers and sisters. You will Franciscan order and mother of the church to cooperate fully in your mission for the coming of the kingdom of the most sacred heart of Jesus in the world. I offer to you, O Immaculate Heart of Mary, my prayers, actions, and sacrifices of this day so that the many strayed and indifferent souls in the world today might obtain the grace of conversion and growth in holiness. O Mary, conceived without sin, Pray for us who have recourse to you and for those who do not have recourse to you, especially for the enemies of the church and for those who are recommended to you. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.